1: I've been a member and supporter of Go Wild for over a year now. Man, how time flies. Their social media platform is For Hunters by Hunters. And if you followed me for any length of time, you know that I'm in the woods or on the water if I'm not working. And yes, some ask, do you work? Unfortunately, I do. It's a place that I post all of my trophies, no matter how big or small. (laughs) Mine, mostly small. I get tips, tricks, tactics, and advice from people who eat, breathe, and sleep the outdoors. I log all of my outdoor adventures, including the time spent listening to the best podcast in the land, The Journey, hosted by no other than yours truly. So when I need anything outdoors, I just log on to the Go Wild store, pick out what I need, and that's anything from hunting, fishing, camping, optics, outdoor wear, and yes, hound supplies. I'm proud to partner up with the Go Wild team. So let's get your journey started today here on Go Wild. Today on the journey, <clears throat> we're in for a treat, guys. So we got Whitney Clemens on Clements, is that right? guys Clint, Clem- i leave out the t because my southern drawl sometimes don't say it but i got whitney clements on from down towards virginia beach we won't give her we won't give her home area up that way don't get flooded with people hunting but um they do a hunt every year in chapokes on the and that's a one-day hunt correct Mm -hmm. and it's only 30 people and it's first come first serve and from the research that i've done and i've actually got a real close friend of mine that um goes down and hunts every and i don't know how he draws it every year but he does he's been going for (laughs) i mean angelina was i mean she was just a a baby (laughs) i mean like seven eight years old the first couple times he went um and and anthony o'neill who i'm talking about Anthony would come to my house and hunt the first two or three days of bear season. And then Thursday, load up and go to go down to Chipokes and hunt the, the Saturday hunt with those folks down there. And, you know, he just couldn't quit talking about it. So anyway, through him, I was able to do some research and hook up with um, Whitney, who's actually been raised doing this hunt. And we're going to talk about hunting from a female perspective. We're going to talk about... Um, running dogs and i've heard so we're going to verify this during this podcast that she can handle all 30 dogs by herself so Oof. i've got to get i've got to get the low down on this information like six kill me <laughs>
0: i wouldn't say by myself that's for sure well <laughs> definitely so, with
1: the help of my dad and my brother yeah well i know how it is yeah. I've, I've got too many and i six is about all i want to carry i can't i can't handle any more than that i don't want to handle any more than that and four would be a perfect number but i always have a younger dog or two with me and so on so forth so yeah. i know you've been busy today i really appreciate your time so how's things ever how's everything down east
0: It's great. It's hot.
1: (laughs) Well, we can send some of the heat. I'm sure we're getting from you. It was 90, it's 90 degrees today and humidity this morning was in the 70s when I checked it and the dew point was 73, which puts a lot of moisture in the air. It's hard, hard, hard on the dogs.
0: It is very, sorry, I'm going to turn that off. It is um, very humid. That's for sure.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it's kind of coincidental as, as uh, Whitney and I were sitting here talking, <clears throat> like I drive through her neighborhood basically every time I go to, the, to the, down to the coast to hunt with BB or Doug and, um, you know, brings her some ties. She actually went to school right here beside I me mean, within 10 minutes of my house. So such a small world. And I mean, that's what makes hound hunting great is the, the networking and, you know, just connecting with people that, you know, right literally in your backyard or you're driving through their neighborhood and you never knew it, but then the hounds bring you together. So that's what makes, that's what makes the hound world, um, phenomenal for me.
0: For sure. Yeah. You make a lot of connections and, um, I don't know. You get to know a lot of different people. It's pretty cool. I would have never guessed that that was who you said, recommended you know you talk to me i would have Mm -hmm. never even thought so i can't wait to tell my dad because he loves that guy
1: (laughs) well and anthony loves him
0: exactly who i'm talking about yeah
1: and they'll be down Uh, i think they drew this year too yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so (laughs) all right whitney so give us a little background on you tell us a little bit about yourself um what do you what do you do for a living and then we'll we'll get to talking dogs here in a minute all
0: right cool um So I'm a nurse. Um, I grew up, you know, since we're talking about hunting, I grew up um, dog hunting basically since I was old enough to walk. Um, I was just selling Heath, like, I'm pretty sure my dad used to carry us around in diapers, (laughs) um, riding around with him, you know, getting dogs up, all that stuff. That's some, like, my favorite memories as a kid. Um, And then now... Um, like I bow hunt I still hunt Um, it kind of took my dad a little twist and had to twist his arm a little bit to (laughs) convince him that all that was you know something that I wanted to get into but he's a die hard dog hunter but um yeah so I do that um just loved outdoors and had this opportunity to talk about it and talk about what we love to do and Unfortunately, dog hunting doesn't really have the best name, and a lot of you know, to a lot of people, and not everyone takes care of their dogs the way that I like to think we do. So, just getting the opportunity to talk about it and talk about what we do and what we love is pretty cool. So,
1: so you had one of the things you said there is now when you're still when you're bow hunting, um, you're not running dogs; you're just still hunting.
0: yeah, October, well, I don't know how y'all season runs, but here where I live, all of October, I'm bow hunting, and then the first two weeks of November, I bring out the muzzle loader, and then as soon as shotgun season, when the dogs come in, it's all dog hunting from then.
1: Yeah, no, that's... that's and they're
0: a- still hunting after that, for us, you know, for me personally, because that's what we wait all year to do.
1: Surrounding dogs, yeah, and I know when I when I go down to BBS, they have to coordinate because the, their bear season comes in earlier than ours. Um, and we're, guys, just for the people that's in Virginia that's listening or are not in Virginia, we're talking about east of the Blue Ridge, so that's kind of the divider in Virginia where you can run deer with dogs and where you know west of the Blue Ridge we cannot on purpose. You know, I got some trashy mutts, and they'll they'll pick up a they'll pick up a, a my my young dogs will decide they want to scave on one everywhere now and then but um <laughs> they have to coordinate with the deer hunting clubs uh to be able to come in and run bear on those clubs and so they're not interfering with you guys so yeah, yeah i was just making sure that you know i didn't think you could run do- deer with dog with bow or muzzleloader and then the shotgun yeah. season yeah eh,
0: we start that it's usually like the third week in november and runs usually till then of December or first week of January. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's that's yeah. basically the bear season down there too. Well, the bear season comes in October first.
0: Yeah, I honestly don't really know much about the dates on the bear season here in Virginia because I just haven't had an opportunity to go. But
1: um, I yeah. can't believe it. I can't believe you're in like the mecca, the mecca of bear hunting down there. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you got to get some of them trashy blue dogs and get them over on the bear side. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be definitely something I'm interested in for
1: sure. But yeah, we're gonna hook see. you up this year. That's what we're gonna do. So, <laughs> Whitney, what got you? Like, I know you said you love the outdoors, but at what age and what really drove you to the outdoors and to hunting?
0: Um, I mean, I always grew up hunting and going with my dad and stuff. Um, it was always like a huge hobby for me, but I did play sports in high school. So I was big like in softball and then I played in college my first two years. So pretty much after I graduated high school, I'd say I got more into hunting and different types of hunting. Like I just grew up until like I graduated high school. I just dog hunted with my dad. Um, I guess when I got old enough to make my own money and buy my own toys, mm-hmm. I got a bow and a muzzleloader and started getting more into that and making connections with people. Um, like, you know, just going different places, hunting. Um, I don't know, teaching myself more, like watching stuff on social media. Social media, honestly, is a big was a big kicker. Like just watching all these girls that – Are like outdoor enthusiasts that hunt and do all this really cool stuff like i can honestly say i said i want to be like that Mm -hmm. and here we are so um i don't know i just i love it now anything i can do outdoors i do it any hunting season i can get into we're usually doing it so i'm not gonna say i'm the best Mm But any chance I can get outdoors doing something, whether it's hunting, fishing, you know, deer season, turkey season. I told you I like the catfish noodle. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. It's just, it's been cool. And I love talking about it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so is deer hunting your passion with the dogs or is it just, um, or is there something there? I know, you, you know, you and I talked about turkey hunting. I mean, I that's kind of my second love is, is spring turkey so is it is it deer hunting that that drove you or is was it just being with your dad and like getting getting introduced to that lifestyle because it is a lifestyle
0: yeah um I definitely love it you know I can say that that's my dad and seeing like how happy what you know? Watching him do what he loves, and then seeing how proud it makes him. Like us being involved in what he does, and um, the way he talks about. I mean, if you think I'm passionate about dog hunting? You should hear this <laughs> man talk about it because he could talk all day long. You wouldn't be able to get him off of this podcast. <laughs> um, so really, just seeing him like do what he loves to do. Um, our dogs are at his house, and. He actually is retired so when i'm telling you he lives in his dog pens i basically mean that he has a huge building i don't even know what how big to say it is but he's built this huge like um covered um pens with fans and i mean it's just like it's literally the nicest dog pens i've ever seen in my life Um, We've even had, like, a vet come out to give the dog shots, and he's like, what in the world?
1: It's like the Taj <laughs> Mahal of dog pens. Yeah, huh? that's what,
0: literally, people <laughs> are like, it's like the Taj Mahal. So, um, it's kind of a big joke now, because mm-hmm. people literally want to come to the house just to see. Like, during deer season, people will be like, we just wanted to see your dog pens. We heard about them. So, <laughs> it's pretty funny. But, yeah, I would say my dad definitely is a huge like reason why I love doing it. My family, the memories we make, I mean, it's just nothing really compares to that. Like when dog season comes in, we just it's my whole family, I mean my younger brother, he's not as into dog hunting. Just hunting in general. He still he played college baseball and you know, now he's at um in New River. So he's I'm sure he'll get more into it, like once he graduates and comes back home. But my nephews, like everybody's, it's a whole family ordeal, and yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> you know, you said something there that you know we talk about it, <clears throat> but it's spending time with your family, with doing something that they enjoy, and you make memories that last a lifetime. And I don't think enough emphasis is put on that a lot because, um, you know, my we talk my you know Maddie, my daughter she's with me if she's not in school she's with me in the woods mm-hmm. and you know i've I put on several podcasts last year about some of our hunts and you know i've got a um i don't know what you call it i've got a big picture board in my office at work and that that picture board is covered and i've got a lot of pictures on it but 80 percent of those pictures are from our hunting adventures because that's yeah. what we spend the majority of our time doing. Um, now we do other things, but like she's she's into horses. I mean her her love for horses is as great as my love is for the hounds, and um, but the hounds are right there with her love for horses. So there, there's all kinds of pictures and stuff, but it's eighty percent of that is from hunting and the memories that we've made and the quirky things that we've done or snapping a shot of her sleeping in a truck or sleeping on the boat or whatever. whatever. But, yeah, you know, I think that people don't, like, maybe they take that for granted is, you know, we're doing something uh, with the ones that we love or our friends, our, our good friends. And you know, that stuff, that's what we'll be talking about when we're sitting in the old folks home, we can't get around. You remember when we went, that's what we're going to be doing. Like, and that's what, that's what it's about. For sure. (laughs) So you got some, I see some ducks in the background. I know we briefly touched on it, but so you deer, you deer hunt. Obviously you duck hunt some.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you turkey hunt. Is there any, and you catfish, you're noodling, you're noodling for catfish.
0: Oh, yeah. I've got the scars.
1: i seen that. I'm like, you better put some gloves and some sleeves on. Them things are vicious.
0: I, I did put gloves on this year.
1: <laughs> you, had, you had to learn the hard way? Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, all that stuff. Um, I mean, that's probably it. I fish a little bit, yeah, but nothing crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean, so you, do you saltwater fish or freshwater since you're right there?
0: Just, yeah, just like ponds. Gotcha. Um, my boyfriend has like tons of ponds right here at his house. So we just bass fish, just mess around.
1: Yeah, I got you. I got you.
0: Nothing crazy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the dogs before we get into the pursuit of. Okay. So, and I know this because Anthony has given me the lowdown on, on you guys, <laughs> but you're running blue dogs, right?
0: Yeah, so we have blue ticks, mainly blue ticks, walkers. Um, The hunt we do with Anthony at Chip Oaks, we just take all of our big dogs down there. But we do have some beagles that we'll run to, like for little small cutovers or just little pieces that we're close to like a main road or something. We don't want our dogs getting a chance of getting hit or anything like that. Like the beagles are going to stay in that piece. Mm-hmm. better than our big dogs would because they paw tail if,
1: they blow if the deer it. gets
0: out of the woods we're hunting um but at chip oaks that state park is huge and we're pretty much surrounded by river for the most part um so the dogs just i mean they just have a field day all day long <laughs> it's really it's really cool but so yeah, mainly blue ticks Though my dad's actually had, um, basically since I told you, like he started hunting when he was younger, Sorry. he's had the same dogs, like the, um, same bloodline of dogs throughout. Like we still have dogs that are in the same bloodline from when he first started. So that's pretty cool to me.
1: Do you know what that, do you know any bloodline that's in them by chance?
0: Uh, I mean, like blue ticks. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it would be like his blue ticks for sure.
1: But no, do um, do you know their bloodline? Do you know like what? No, no?
0: nah, not really.
1: No. <laughs> Anthony said that he had kind of formulated his own strain because he's been doing it so long. Um, so I would say that most of the 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 blue dogs that he started with were were way back. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. And it, it it's it's funny that you you said that you take the big dogs and you run the little dogs because that was that was one of the questions I was going to ask you. Um, I've had some people that run that run deer with dogs that I've talked to, and they started out with the running dogs like the running walkers and stuff, and they said absolutely they push them too hard. You can't get shots at them like. The deer is just when they come by you, they're they're wide open and it's it's just almost impossible. So then they went to the the walkers, the blue ticks, the black and tan, whatever it may be. They went to the hound away from the running dog, and still was having problems. And then they they decided they were going to switch to the beagle, the beagle, and they started out with the long legged beagle and they ended up with the short legged beagle. So I'm going to ask you about that. But they said that the reason they did is because they pushed them just enough to keep them out in front of the dogs. But the deer, when the deer come to them, they were not like hitting hitting the, the yeah. Mach 4 and b- busting the sound barrier.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you can say that.
1: <laughs> the journey on Houndsman XP has teamed up with one TDC. This dual-action support for oral health and mobility in our dogs. This unique supplement is so effective that it is recommended by top veterinarian experts worldwide to maintain and improve our dog's health in four different areas. Their oral health, hips, joints, and muscles, skin, coat, energy, and recovery. Guys, I've been using this product for the last six months, and it has been a game-changer for me. If you're looking for something to help with the overall health of your dog, go to worksowell.com and give this product a try. It is highly recommended by Houndsman XP here on the journey. You like to be outside like I do, hunting, fishing, hiking. If so, Onyx is the app for you. I've been a loyal Onyx user for years. It's the one app that I can honestly say I use daily. While hunting, I know where I'm at at all times. I mark trails, bedding areas, feeding areas, and the list goes on. In my travels, I use it to pre-scout all the new places that I am blessed to hunt. Last year, while hiking Yellowstone, I used OnX to map out the trails and know the difficulty of each one. And here's a secret. I mark all of my favorite fishing spots on Onex, It's been a game changer for me at work. I've used it multiple times to get in touch with property owners. OnX has so many great features and tools, you can literally use it in your everyday life. It is, by far, the best mapping app on the market. And hey, it's approved by yours truly at Houndsman XP. So when you go to subscribe to Onex. Use our code HXP20 and get you a discount. So get your journey started with OnX and know where you stand. Talk to me a little bit about the hunt itself. Like, do you, you guys start out um, like checking roads for tracks? Do y'all rig for tracks? Do y'all free... Ca- like, what... What method or all methods do you guys use to kind of get into the hunt? And then, um, like I said, I, my dogs run deer. I guess I can put that together. But yeah. So, how do you guys start? How do you. How go-
0: do we- yep. I gotcha. Um, so, really, it kind of depends on where we're hunting. We do hunt with like a few different hunt clubs. So, it depends on where we're going like the chip oaks hunt for instance that we just do it's one big um huge piece of property and they have stands there where they know people are gonna be like designated stands Mm -hmm. um and we just literally let the dogs out and somewhere like that there's deer just hundreds of deer so the dogs are gonna find deer like that um One of our hunt clubs, we have like different, you know, they've been hunting it since literally the 1950s. So they have little like pieces of property that we just kind of like we'll give them all names. So like we all kind of know like, hey, we're going to the old house or we're going to Barnhart's or, you know, those are just some names that we use. But um, we have like stands set up designated around each block of woods or property whatever that we know we're going to hunt that like our standards will go to and then um but when it comes to that you know you might let's say if it's early in the morning or something um like we usually will we really just depends depends on the weather depends on where we think the deer might be laying early in the morning or like in the evening where the deer might be laying but for the most part, we kind of just go and run a piece of woods and then go to the next, go somewhere else. Like, wherever we have, like, hunting masters that kind of, which my dad is one of those, just makes up, like, you know, the plan for the day. But it's not like in bear hunting how, you know, you, um, like, find tracks and stuff. It wouldn't be like that. Um, the only other thing I could say would be, <laughs> let's say somebody rides by on the way to the hunt club and they see a 10 pointer standing in in one of the fields or something. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's go there this morning. It, um, I don't know. It's kind of just random really because yeah. our, where we live, I mean, deer are everywhere. Don't get me wrong, but like in Southeastern Virginia with all this farmland and stuff, there's just deer are so overpopulated. So I'll, for the most part, nine times out of ten, whatever piece we hunt, we're gonna at least run something out of a deer out of that piece property
1: right so and the um i mean you've got I've seen some bucks back in your in your background. Yeah, I'm there. sorry,
0: that wasn't on purpose. No.
1: Was no, 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 <laughs> Like they're nice they're nice deer. I mean, the one back towards the window or whatever, I mean he his racks yeah. out past his ear, so that's definitely a good over eight what's a, what, a twenty inch spread there and Yeah, um, that one
0: is that's the boyfriend's. Um this one is mine. Mm-hmm. That was with the muzzle odor there. Nice. But we're blessed where we live. We have pretty nice deer in this area
1: yes you do i've been seeing some on some trail camps here this past couple weeks and i'm like holy cow like
0: yeah we're blessed <laughs> yeah i mean
1: you know what you got the, the crop i mean you've got corn you've got beans you know you've got peanuts like yep. you've got all that um farm vegetation yep. that they're growing and i mean there's no reason for an, a deer not to thrive for, yes, sure. for sure and i was looking at Chipokes um it's 2.2.1 square miles is how big that is Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i didn't even realize that's how big it was
1: yeah sorry excuse my labs it's all right so oh you got a lab so do you use it for hunting any
0: um these were my boyfriend's dogs before we started dating Uh I (laughs) i don't i don't think they're going too far from the house yeah
1: well, they their lap dogs. Their lap, yeah. What a well, good. We love them. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is your favorite thing about running the dogs? Like, what is it that that draws you to? I know, I know, it's a lifestyle. I know your your dad yeah. is does it, but what is it that? What's your why? Like, what is Whitney's why? Like, this is why I love to do it. This is why I love what I do.
0: Um, I would say, you know it's just, it's like something to be proud of. Like, I will tell you, my dad does the majority of the work. My dad and my brother, let me not forget him, because they live right there where our dog pens and stuff are. You know, that's where my dad, my dad lives on his family farm. So my brother does also. So they're always right there. But like, I know how much work they put in, especially my dad, like every single day. And the stuff he does, like, his dogs are better taken care of than uh, I am.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, just it's just nuts, some of the stuff. I'm like, Dad, these are dogs. They're not people. <laughs> so, anyways, but knowing, like, how hard he works, even during the summer, you know, all year round, um, Takes we take the dogs to pens, which I'm sure y'all do the same thing, but, like, and then raising them literally from, like, puppies and then watching them grow and see, like, them, be, you know, do their thing and do what they love to do. Because it's more than just us loving it. Like, the dogs love it. I mean, they would run all day, all night if we let them. Um. So, like, that's obviously fun. And, I mean, really, it's not just about killing deer. But when you do kill a deer and it's behind your own dogs, like, that's freaking awesome, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's stuff like that, the memories we make, like, I have one hunt that I just have to bring up because it's, like, the coolest thing ever. We were hunting one of my dad's cousins' farms, and this was, like, three years ago, on Christmas Eve. We always do really cool stuff, like, on holidays. Last year, my brother killed a really nice buck on Thanksgiving, and then the year before that, or it seems like we always do something cool on Thanksgiving or Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And most people aren't hunting those days, but we do. So, we always think it's cool. But probably two or three years ago, you know, we were hunting with our dogs. And my brother was running dogs. Me and my dad were on a stand right right beside each other, like 150 yards from each other. So, we couldn't see each other, but... Um, we knew, you know, where each other was. My brother shot and starts yelling. We can hear him. He killed, like, a really nice buck. Sends us a picture. By the time I'm like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) It's like, not even five minutes later, our dogs are running deer. Like, they split off. I guess it was three bucks laying together. So, one came to me. One went to my dad. And this is all within five minutes of that. And we all killed, like, three nice wall hangers. So... Mm. That was really cool. Yeah, you know, that does not happen all the time, and probably will never happen again. But just like stuff like that is just—I don't know—it's just something we'll never forget. Like that's probably one of my dad's favorite memories of but, us, like all hunting together. So,
1: oh, that—I mean, I don't know.
0: I mean, I hope I answered your question. Okay, yeah. it's just all of it, really.
1: So how, how, how involved are you? Because one of the things that I love is training pups. Like that's, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I, I love my old dogs, but they're kind of a, a semi finished product and reason they're semi finished. Cause I feel like they continually learn, but the puppies are what really excites me. I like to watch the development. I like to figure out the little nuances that each one of them have and, you know, kind of formulate a plan of how i'm going to get this dog to do this behavior or do this task um and each each one of them's different so how invest how how involved are you on on the the puppy side or the training side of it
0: um i mean for the most part like because we can't run dogs and we used to would could run dogs like in the off season in virginia and we can't do that anymore and we don't have um pens in Virginia we actually have to go to North Carolina so um that's what we usually do to train puppies my dad um books a few different places like you know I'd say closer to hunting season closer to the season like a couple times a month and then you know at least like once a month for the dogs but um that's really what we do right now, like fox pens, and some of the pens have deer in them too, so we just, you know, like, we'll take puppies with, like, older dogs that run really good, and, I mean, really, they kind of learn for themselves, I mean, like, they kind of learn from the older dogs, I guess it's, I don't know, um, we do have, my dad also sends, like, some of our puppies to... Um, someone that will like a pen and that where they'll like kind of help raise puppies and like help them with tracking deer and stuff. Mm -hmm. But really for the most part, it's just getting them out of the like out of their pen and getting them hunting. Um, I don't know like how it is with, you know, the bear dogs. I feel like it's a little different, but for the most part, that's kind of all we can do. And if they learn to run, they learn to run. If not,
1: so that was good be- i
0: mean it's amazing like how they like they're literally born like that's what they're born to do and that's why i'm kind of a little more passionate about like the dog hunting and stuff because a lot of people like it has a bad name um unfortunately but i think it's people just don't understand or they see things and think that every dog hunter treats dogs one way or another or that we're harming animals but like that's why i keep saying like the dogs love it and that's what they're born to do they're born to hunt Mm -hmm. whether it's raccoons bear deer like that's what those types of dogs are born to do so they're not born to sit here in my house on my lap (laughs) (laughs) they're seeing them do what they love to do too and like that's why I said, like, they kind of learn from each other. And I
1: don't know. So,
0: that's just how I feel about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, well, that was the second. I had a second question is so I have sent several dogs. I have, um, I have given several dogs to some deer hunters that run, hound- run hounds for deer for dogs that I had that wouldn't tree or didn't want anything to do with a bear. Had, I mean, no problem on putting them on deer. So, do you guys have problems with dogs that don't want to run deer? Because if you do, I maybe I need to look into that so mine don't run them on purpose.
0: Um, you know, not, not, not. typically. And maybe that's because, not to sound cocky, but we have good dogs. Mm-hmm. But that's also because we spend a lot of time with them and training them and taking them to the pens and stuff like that. But, um you know, for the most part, all of our dogs will run deer. They'll occasionally run, like, a fox or something, um, but if there's a deer in the woods, that's what they're gonna go track, Um, and I... I don't know. You would think going to, like, fox pens and stuff, my dad and I have had conversations about that, like, why don't they... Like, how does running a fox make them come here and run deer? And he's like... I don't really know, <laughs> but I guess they have similar smells or just, it's just the hunting aspect in general, but, um, they, yeah. What? They've <laughs> the first time I've ever seen any of our dogs like run a bear. They actually did tree one a couple, probably two years ago. Um, but I've never seen that other than that. hmm
1: So, what is your take on how the fox pens help your dogs run deer? Because I have a very very valid reason why, but I want to hear your reason.
0: Okay. (laughs) I kind of want to hear your reason, because I don't really know. Um, I mean, in my opinion, it's just like, well, like I said, just like them hunting something and...
1: Well, and so... People,
0: but I really don't know the answer
1: to that. Oh, well, we'll go have a conversation then.
0: Please, enlighten me.
1: <laughs> so, so, the, so you know, like one of my buddies in North Carolina, they have a fox pen. Now, they, mm-hmm. they run bear, but they, they take their puppies between four and six months old, and they put them in a fox pen. And learning to run a fox... Helps them to sort out the odor. So your dogs are basically running, like they're running, 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 running. Um, so when the, when they learn how to to trail, jump, and run a fox, mm-hmm. the deer just becomes second nature because they already know how to run odor. If that makes sense, like yeah, it doesn't matter what odor. Like I'm I'm running a I've got puppies right now that are they'll be four months old the 28th today's the 25th sixth 26th so yeah two days they'll be four months old um, I have been doing tracks and drags whatever you want to call them with these puppies since they were 10 weeks old so they're almost 20 weeks old right so mm-hmm. so 10 weeks um, and I've got them trailing and finding the end of a two hour old track and you say well that's you know two hour old but again we look got to look at the environment. We've got to look at the, you know, the weather, humidity, like it's summertime, it's hot, it's hot. Um, if I put the track in the morning in the dew, an hour old track, they run it like they're looking at it. And then in the evening, I can do an iron half track in about, um, I mean, the dogs struggle with it. So anyway, but I'm teaching, and I am using bear scent. So I am using bear odor, and it's a synthetic, which means it's not, it's not, completely what a bear smells like it's just no way to replicate it synthetically like that um well let me let me let me redact that it's possible but i don't think that the odors that i've been using smell a hundred percent like a bear but i'm not a dog right so but i'm teaching my dogs to trail right now that's all i'm doing i want them down using their noses and i want them to be able to understand that the older the scent they can still be successful with that. So I've been running them through a process. Um but I've also taken my dogs throughout my career over the time and and put them in a fox pen just to see if they would run mm-hmm. and then flip them over. And yes, of course I ha- I end up having to We don't have a huge fox problem in our where I hunt. Like we're hunting in, hunt in the national forests. Um there's not a huge fox problem. Now there is a there is bobcats, a lot of cats. And I know that I've started some some puppies on my dad's barn cats. They would run them down and and run them up in the loft and tree on them when they were puppies. And I end up I would always tree a couple cats bobcats during season with those pups. But that's what they knew. So yeah. so I think it's just you're teaching those dogs to run odor. You're teaching those dogs that if I if I pick this if I pick this odor up and I find and I I, I track it eventually it's going to be a fun and game because something's going to take off running and I get to chase it. So that's kind of my theory on that.
0: Yeah. No, I agree with that.
1: So, but yeah, a lot of people use Fox pens because that's what's available. That's not, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, we can't, you know, I can't run bear, but basically three months out of the year here in for me in, in Southwestern Virginia, you know, I've got our season comes in next week. Like it's 90 degrees. I'm not causing my dogs it to. Have, yeah, it come, our our training Please? season. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Training, yeah,
1: but I'm not going to cause my dogs to have a heat stroke and run them in 90 degree yeah. weather. He can't. I can't. Yeah. So you know, I get a little bit of August to run. September is usually pretty good, unless it gets really dry. We've had a couple dry September's, and that makes it really tough for the for the tracking and trailing um, of the bear. And then December. And then we look at December as a, as a whole, if the, if the food crop is good, the bear hunting seems to be good. If you can get yourself in the right places, if the food crop is poor, the second, third week into bear season, um, it gets a little tough. I mean, the bear get more sporadic. Um, you're, you're going deeper and trying to, to, um, find out where they're laying and it, it is a little tougher. So, and I get it. Like it's tough. It's tough for us to train but back to what you know you guys taking them and so do you, do you teach your dogs to to load and lead in the off season or is this stuff you're doing during season like and i know like in my a vision that i have <clears throat> is i see the picture on um um i think it's southern hound magazine and then i mm-hmm. you know the fox and the hound like i see like 20 dogs um you know following a horse into a uh, and i know there's a fox dog but that's my vision of deer <laughs> hounds is like having 10 or 20 dogs um going to an area to hunt is that yeah correct or so not correct, what or?
0: we personally do um some people hunt a little bit differently but like you know we usually it depends on like the size of the piece we're hunting or where we're hunting all that stuff but typically a normal like block of woods that we're gonna hunt um we'll have like seven or eight dogs and i mean really we just let them out the box my dad me or my brother whoever like walks with the dogs basically until Mm -hmm. we find a deer Mm -hmm. and that's when they go do their thing and we go back to the truck, basically.
1: Yeah, so you're um, you're then, free casting them.
0: We're kind of just like walking with them, just to where we think deer might be laying, or um, sometimes they jump a deer as soon as we let them out the box. Uh, it really just depends. Now, some people, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to speak for other people, but that's what we do personally.
1: hmm Yeah. No. Um, I, complete- I don't know if that
0: answered your question. Yeah, But definitely, like, bear dogs, when I went for that hunt in Hyde County, that was the first time I've seen any other type of, really, I've seen dogs tree, like, raccoons and stuff. But I've never really, and, like, um, you know, rabbit hunting, I've done that. But the bear dogs were definitely, y'all just, I don't know how to, like, word it, but... They're definitely trained differently than for a bear than mm-hmm. deer dogs are. I would say more, like, obedient to different. Um, more obedient, really. I don't know if that's the right word. Well, now, that's but, not
1: what I heard. I heard really? that you, you were really, really good with the dogs.
0: I mean, we use, like, our GPS to, like, Tone them, like, when we're trying to get them to, like, come back to us, like, you know, a lot of them are, like, we call tone broke, Mm -hmm. where, you know, we want them to, like, where we can call them off, call them off of, like, a deer or whatever, or come back to the truck, like, if we're calling them, but...
1: Yeah, but who does, I mean, somebody had to teach them what tone meant, somebody had to teach them, you know, that tone means come here, so... Are you involved yeah, in that? or we all or?
0: do that. My dad, well, really, my dad, he doesn't really understand the GPS. So I would say, like, my da- my brother and I, but I don't know. I guess I don't even think of it like that. It's just, like, second nature.
1: Yeah, so. But but I wouldn't
0: say all of, you know, we have a lot of dogs. We have, like, anywhere between, roughly between, like, 45 and 55 hunting dogs.
1: Ooh.
0: So some of our dogs are definitely like more not, or I would say obedient than others. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean they definitely know us, they know our trucks, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But um, you know we have puppies and they like to play around and stuff. So it kind of just depends on the dog,
1: does depends your da- on how old
0: they are, stuff like that. But
1: does your dad let the puppies run loose when they're young, or does he keep them pinned up?
0: Um, like in the yard, Mm -hmm. you know, right there, like at our farm and stuff, but definitely not like free range at all.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: People where we live don't like that.
1: Well, I was going (laughs) to ask you. We
0: tried to keep, he has even designed his, haunting his pens to where the sound goes a certain way (laughs) towards where no one lives. And, like, all the new housing and all that stuff that's built up around them. Because we, you know, I mean, when you put 50 dogs in a dog pen all together, they're a little loud. (laughs) Yes. So, he's even done that to where, like, people don't, you know, we don't want to cause issues. We're just doing what we love to do.
1: Yeah, no, the, the, it's funny you say that because I I can hear my dog. Somebody must be coming up a driveway right now, but. I've got my dog situated where the neighbors in front of me—they can't hear. They can hear them if they're barking, but it's mm-hmm. not like they're standing in her backyard. But so, yeah. only only people with hounds know—or not hounds, but people with dogs know that the trials and tribulations of having neighbors. For, for yeah. sure. <laughs> so, so Whitney, let's let's um let's spend the next few minutes just talking about you know, being a female hunting, you said that social media really was what drove you saying, you know, you said you want, I want to be like that. So what is it like? What is your world like? What is your, what are some goals that you have?
0: Um, I mean, I would like this year in particular, I would say my biggest goal is to kill like a really nice buck with my bow. Um, i'm gonna just get off of dog hunting for a little bit Mm -hmm. (laughs) um just because you know that's something i work really hard for during the off season like setting up cameras checking cameras um putting out like minerals you know during the summertime we make food plots i did get my dad onto making food plots so that's been fun Mm -hmm. um but you know all that stuff um Just, like, the hard work that you put into it. I mean, you know, it is hard work, really. Putting up stands in 90-degree weather, it's not always the most fun thing, but it's worth it. Um, Sitting for, you know how it is, sitting for hours and hours and hours. It's just, I don't know. The bow bow hunting to me is uh, just – I feel like the most challenging, so that's mm-hmm. why I enjoy the most. I've killed, you know I've killed deer. I've killed a, like a couple small bucks with my bow, but nothing really. Um, everything I'm proud of, but I would like to kill something nice that I've been hunting. So, um,
1: but wait, did I not? S- this year. Did I not see a a Texas buck?
0: Oh yeah, um. That's right
1: there. <laughs> yeah. that No, that's a monster. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> that was with my bow, but, you know, our, that was something on my bucket list. I have a bucket list of different hunts and stuff that I want to do. But um, that was to not this past um, winter, but the winter before, I wanted to kill a non-typical buck mm-hmm. with my bow. And yeah, I would say that one was non-typical, <laughs> but you know, after the fact, looking back now, I'm like, I don't regret doing that at all, but doing all the work myself, killing something, you know, whether it's at my dad's farm or, you know, right here with my boyfriend, like, I just feel like that will mean so much more to me than flying somewhere and killing a deer, mm-hmm. me personally. Yeah. Um, I want to see like my hard work pay off. So that's probably my biggest goal this year for this season. And, um, I don't know. I mean, I've done a few other things like the bear hunting. That was really cool. I got to see like seeing dogs work in a different aspect. That was, that was really cool. I want to do that again. Um,
1: we're going to make that happen. Do what? I said, we're going to make that happen.
0: I know we are. Um, I actually, well, you know, being a female and hunting, um, I don't know, it's actually like, I've met tons of people, like, through social media, really has been really cool, I've been on lots of trips with girls that hunt, like, all over the United States, and I don't really have a lot of close girlfriends right here that like to do what I do, um, So meeting people, like I've been on some duck hunts, some waterfowl hunts with different girls. Um, One of my best friends, she lives in Arkansas. She just came to the beach with me last week and we're going duck hunting in November together. So like, it's just really cool to meet different people that love to do what you do and they might not live here but it's opened up the door for opportunities like for me to go see the world hunt different places, but also meet really cool females that like to do the same thing. So that's really been, it's been cool. It's nice to know that there's other girls out there that like to do badass stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right.
1: So are you going to Arkansas so, to duck hunt?
0: Um. Well, yes, yeah, so we're going to go to Arkansas at some point, but our planned trip is um, we're going to me and some other girls, another... Potentially two other girls from Virginia, um, were going to Oklahoma to mm-hmm. an outfitter that we went to last year, and we killed um, geese and ducks. So, I think that one, wherever it is, mm-hmm. that yep, that was greenhead. Uh, yeah, that was abandoned mallard I killed there last year. So yeah. that was really cool.
1: nice. So what yeah. what kind of shotgun you took? You a twelve gauge or twenty?
0: 12. 12, I 1187. heard. 1187. Listen, that's what my dad, I'm telling you. My dad is my person. He mm-hmm. is, <laughs> I use his gun that he like grew up using. So now I use his gun and I don't really think I can get off of using that.
1: <laughs> so you're using a, a Remington
0: 1187? Mm-hmm. Shoo. That's what I use for everything I do. Yeah. And it's not really light,
1: so no. I might
0: get something different for like waterfowl eventually. Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't know. Nice. You so, still
0: let me use it, so I'm still getting
1: at it. Still use it? That's right. Yeah. I I I mean, I've I've shot 1187 a lot. I mean, that's a really common gun, and I've actually, um, because of my age and I, like you just said, that weight of the gun, I. I, of course i'm a, i was a big remington fan and i went the benelli route and then now i'm actually toting a, a Frankie infinity which is a exactly. 20 20 gauge is what i that's yeah. what i turkey hunt with I mean, that's that's what right. i use and i love it i love it so anyway so next the other question i had for you is what what mm-hmm. challenges do you have in the hunting world being a female like what is it that you know what what is a challenge that you see that you guys that that are different from us from a man than a woman what is it that's different and poses a challenge for you
0: um honestly i feel like if you would have asked me that three years ago my answer would have been different but i feel like um females in the hunting industry is a lot more accepted now and like growing up um like i grew up hunting and like i don't know
1: it's a way Uh, of life for you yeah,
0: yeah it is and i feel like a lot so many girls are getting into it now that it's definitely more accepted i honestly A few years ago, I probably would have said just, like, people accepting that that's what I like to do, and, like, I'm a girl, and I'm going to do this, Um, but really, a lot of men are, like, they love to see me do what I do, or, like, ask me stuff, and, which I think is really cool. Um, I don't, I really, I don't know if I have any, like, challenges, honestly, because, I feel like most people think it's pretty cool to see a girl, like, out there doing what the guys do. Um, I don't know. Well,
1: that's, that, I mean,
0: that's... that's a one. I mean, that's good, though. That's very and good. You know, um, I wouldn't say, <laughs> like, the first time I ever came met my boyfriend's mom, I was like... Your mom's probably going to think you're dating a crazy woman, but even (laughs) she, she loves it. She loves it. Like, you know, we are best friends. We can do everything together and I like to do everything he likes to do. So for me, I really don't have any Mm -hmm. challenges, honestly. Um, my only challenge is that I don't make enough money to go do every single thing that I want to do in the outdoors.
1: That's me. My- <laughs> that's
0: a challenge, but I think that's a challenge for more than just females. <laughs> I,
1: I, I mean, I'm hoping and praying that I'm still healthy enough and able when I retire, which is in the near future, because my goal in life is to stay on the water or in the woods. Like, that's my yep. goal. That's all. That's all I want to do. Um yeah that would be awesome but i'll I'll throw this at you because, um, you know the girls here they deal with it at school a little bit, they have some you know they're i mean of course, we're in a rural you know you've been here, we're in a rural yeah. area, like we're in a rural area, and it's um it's accepted for the most part, but some of the the little cliques at school poke mm-hmm. fun at them, make fun, you know y'all you know y'all hunt, y'all do this, y'all do that. And, you know, and I've told them all, like, it don't matter. You be, you do you and let them be them. Yes. Like, let let them do them. Like, they don't know what they're missing out on. They don't, you know, they don't see the, the like, you know, the time spent with your family, you know, the, like, being outdoors. Lo- I'm like you. I love the outdoors. I don't care what I'm doing in it for the most part, as long as I'm doing something, but I love the outdoors. Um yeah. And, and they're the same, they're, they're the same way and, um, They'll take spells where they get a little bit of a trash talking at school or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know I think they've got to the point where they just ignore it. Like I don't care, you know. Yeah. They got. I mean, they got camo Crocs over here. They've got. I love it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, their country. Like. Yeah. L- let them and be. That's okay. That's get right. It.
0: I would say, like, at that age, I definitely can see where that was more challenging. Like I was always a big tomboy and it sounds like your daughters might be the same way. And, but guess what? I grew up and I'm still doing it. I'm still doing what I love to do. And now it's definitely more like accepted, I guess. But, um, that's why I brought up social media and I hate to be that person, but I really think social media and like different females out there have, opened people's eyes to like we're not there's a lot of people male and female who do things on social media just for like the image but then there's also people out there especially females I say because a lot of people say that you know she's just doing this for to look cool on Facebook or whatever but you know there are so many people out there that truly do the hunting and post stuff just because like, Hey, we love to see it. And I love for people to see like girls can do this too. And, um, I don't know. That's something like, speaking of like younger girls, a lot of people have told me like, and I take that as like a huge compliment that like, I'm very inspiring for like younger, younger girls. to like, you know, do things on your own and go out there and just like, Live your best life, like you said. Um, I don't know, just being independent and like we don't need a man to do this. We got this. <laughs> that's right. I mean, I do need I do need my dad. I always need my dad, but mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't know. So that's that's been really cool for me. Like when I do hear comments like that, because that's ultimately like I want girls to grow up and do the same exact thing. I think it's awesome. So any chance I can get to talk about it. Like you said on here, I thought that was pretty cool too.
1: Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I want my girl, I want, I want my mind to grow up being able to take care of herself I don't want them to have to rely yeah. on anybody. It's nice to have that, but you know, and I think, I think hunting and being in the outdoors gives you a toughness that yeah. a lot of people don't have. Um, and I, you know, I told Maddie today, I, you know, I took her, she um, broke her ankle playing at volleyball camp at Tech last week, and she's been, she's having to sit around. It's killing her because she can't help take care of the dogs. Like, Aww. that's her thing. Like, she <laughs> so loves to, huh?
0: So that's cute. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, she can't, she can't take care of the dogs. She's sitting inside, and, and you know, I I don't know what I would do if I couldn't spend that that time with her like, Mm -hmm. you know, and she's not, um, preppy or prissy. Like she's straight up tomboy. I mean, boots and blue jeans. I mean, she, I mean, she (laughs) loves the dog. She loves her horses and I don't care what I'm doing. She's with me. Like, I mean, it don't matter. Like she gets in the truck and goes on trips with me. She gets up in the morning at five o'clock and bear hunt. She'll get up at five o'clock in the morning and go get on the boat Um, and stay with me. And I don't know what I'd do without her. Like, you know, it's, it's that important to me. Um, and I think it's phenomenal that the, how do I put this? I think it's phenomenal that, um, that there are more females leading the way and that everybody is accepting of it, that, you know, this is, this is cool. This is cool yeah so and I mean, we hunt like if if you get to come up and hunt with us, you're gonna see that um, we have five or six seven guys mainly that that that's in our group, and it's a family event, like
0: yeah,
1: all of them's family, like depending on when you're there, the kid the kids will be there if it's a weekend or they're out of school for like bake uh, holiday like Christmas and new the the kids will all be with us, um you know wives and girlfriends they're they're usually there um it's a family ordeal for us and you know we throughout the year of course bear bear hunting is what the you know mainly we do with the group that group but we go camping with e- the same group will go camping with each other the same group has cookouts and um little get-togethers throughout the year we go hiking together we we do all these things as a group, and all of the kids um, are a part of that. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, all right, do you want to leave us with in, any ex- inspiring words? Like, yeah, lay it on us. Come on, what you got?
0: I really don't know. Um, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, put you on the spot, did I?
0: yeah you
1: did <laughs> well like i said whitney you know you know hearing your story from anthony um you know hearing about your hunting um the love for dogs like i said i'm i'm a little bit out of the realm with the deer hunting world i i, I guess i got a be like i said i got a vision of what you guys do but yeah. i've never done it so maybe i need to to get you down to come so.
0: this year too i'll come bear hunt and you can come see what deer dog hunting
1: is all about well no i can do that i will definitely (laughs) as long as it's not bear season i have to do it in november
0: yeah that's fine
1: and i don't care nothing about killing one um the between between the girls and me last year we killed six which Mm -hmm. on our tag i don't know how i guess y'all have y'all have five tags or six
0: um five
1: five we have six um and i killed three and um tegan killed three last year and we our freezer is plump full of course we we ended up killing two bear which we never do and then the other anyway we've got more deer than we can shake a stick at so we're going to lay off of it this year but yeah i would i think i'd love to do that and i'm it's funny because i'm gonna go to arkansas duck hunting this year you are yes
0: all right
1: when um haven't we haven't decided a date yet um just it's in the works but some of the guys that i've interviewed on the podcast um that's what they do and i love the work of the dogs like the dogs are what drives me i've never duck hunted i've I've never had a desire but i want to go watch learn and i want to i want to see yeah well
0: that's if you've never seen like a duck dog or a waterfowl dog work, there's nothing like that. So that's definitely something you need to do. Yeah. They are—they're very smart.
1: Yeah. No, I'm very smart dogs. I'm—I'm <laughs> I'm excited about that, and like you said, it's about yeah. opportunities. Like, yeah, to just go and see it.
0: I mean, it's cool. Like, there's some people out there that. Just want to, my dad, he just wants to dog hunt. He doesn't want to do anything else. Me, I'm like, I want to see it all and do it all. Like, the the more the merrier.
1: (laughs) Yes. All right, well, so let's end it with this. What's your bucket list?
0: I literally was just thinking this. Uh, My next bucket list thing probably won't happen anytime soon, but is to kill or to go hunting for um a mountain lion <laughs> with dogs i think that i've seen this is social media is bad for me because i get all my crazy <laughs> ideas from social media but the videos i've seen of that are so cool it's just like you know they trio them just like bears and i just think it'd be awesome to get up in one's face mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's a bucket it list
1: do you want to kill an elk hurt. with a bow
0: if I had the opportunity, yeah, mm-hmm. but I need the money too. Oh,
1: you and me both.
0: <laughs> no, but those are definitely no, <clears would throat> definitely be cool. But that's something I really don't know any, enough about to even start like that process
1: with the dogs with lines.
0: Well, I mean, the dogs do most of the work, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I know so, a guy. I yeah, know a I guy. Know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you for taking the time out of your day and helping us um, teach, train, and learn. And it's been a blast just getting to talk to you and getting to know you.
0: Same. Thank you.